Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Eagles got to enjoy Christmas with their families, and now they're going to be back at practice today at the Novacare Complex getting ready for their potential division-clinching game against the New York Giants at MetLife Stadium Sunday at 425. I got the voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, with me. Merrill, good morning. Yesterday, the Eagles sent out an estimated injury report because they weren't practicing. It was an estimated injury report. It said that Zach Ertz with his ribs, Lane Johnson his ankle, and Nelson Aguilar his knee would have sat out of practice. And a couple of guys who would have been limited, because there was a number of players limited, but a couple of guys who would have been limited that you should really keep an eye on are Jordan Howard with his shoulder and Jalen Mills his ankle. What are you going to be looking for at practice today when the Eagles go back out on the field? Well, certainly you're going to look for who practices, who uh, who is really taking a part in the practice. And we don't know that. The estimated report is based on the day before, the post-game report. I think Zach Ertz is going to be touch and go all week. Uh, hopefully he can go out there, but if he can't, Certainly, they made the move and brought in Richard Rodgers for increased blocking strength. And he can catch, too. Uh, he had a pretty productive career with the Green Bay Packers. And we, we, we watched him over the summers. He played very well, too. But I wouldn't be overly optimistic about Zach Ertz. He's a tough guy, and he will do everything he can to be out there on Sunday. But it looked to me to be a pretty significant rib injury. Uh, it did. And, uh, and obviously, he... He apparently played through a fractured rib, for that matter, according to several different reports. Uh, Lane Johnson, the Eagles have been without him for a couple of games now. He has, he has been out for, for a little bit. Uh, Big V has gotten time in there. Big V, when he has the week to prepare, plays well. Uh, and I would expect him to do the same against a, a decent Giants defensive front. Yeah, again, they're going to be cautious with Lane Johnson, but he's very tough. And he has been healing now for a couple of weeks. We'll see when we get to game time, but if Lane Johnson is out there, that would not surprise me. He is a tough guy. He is certainly a tough guy. You know, Merrill, now that I have you on, on the offensive line, uh, something came to my mind as, as we divert a little bit away from the injuries. You know, Jason Peters, the other side of the offensive line, at least once a game recently, Jason Peters is getting a false start. And he also had that questionable, but still, it was kind of, you know, it was a little iffy, that block in the back against the Cowboys the other day. You know, Andre Dillard, when he filled in for Jason Peters earlier this season and had the full week to prepare, the rookie did really, really well. Do you think the Eagles will consider it all potentially putting Peters on the bench, considering he's been a little bit off the past couple of weeks? No, because when he is out there, he is still... Jason Peters. Yeah, he may jump a little early, try to get a little bit of a head start or get a little antsy from time to time. But that's always been his M.O. But he is such a great player. Jason Peters at 50 percent is better than most of the left tackles in the NFL. So I don't think at this point of the season, we'll, who knows what happens going forward because he'll be close to 38 years old next year. But at this point of the season, you're not pulling Jason Peters. It would be, it would be surprising. It would certainly be 
headline news. Uh, Daniel Jones, Merrill. Daniel Jones is coming off of a five-touchdown performance against the Redskins. He is a talented a young rookie quarterback that the Eagles have not faced before. Uh, what what are you expecting this weekend from the quarterback from Duke? You know, he's he's very talented. I watched him throughout his uh, last couple of years at Duke, and I was particularly impressed when he tied the Duke passing record against Temple last year in a bowl game when he threw five touchdown passes. So he is a good young quarterback. He's extremely bright. But he is still a first-year quarterback, and he does make mistakes. Not so much interception-wise, but he takes off sometimes when he shouldn't, and his ball security hasn't been the best. Of course, Carson Wentz's hasn't been the best either, but Carson Wentz is playing at such a high level right now. And last week, there was one ball that got out of his hands for a moment. He pounced right on it. So he's aware that he's cleaning it up. But... Don't make any mistake about Daniel Jones. He does have talent, and he does present a danger. How is he different from Eli? He's much more mobile than Eli. Uh, in terms of their accuracy, I think they're both pretty accurate. At this point, he might have a liver arm than Eli. He's 15 years younger. Do you realize that he is only the third quarterback in the long history of the New York Giants who the Giants took in the first round? Hmm. And who, who, I guess, Eli, well, they didn't even draft Eli in the first round. They traded for Eli uh, on, on draft day. Right. Eli what, they, what they did, what they did was back then, uh, Eli Manning made it known that he did, the f- team with the first pick was the San Diego Chargers. Right. And he made it known, or his father made it known, that he is not going to San Diego. And the, they made an arrangement. So the Giants, uh, so the Chargers actually drafted Eli first, and then the Giants drafted Philip Rivers, right. and then they traded a few minutes later when the uh, when the Giants pick came up. So they made the trade, and Eli Manning became uh, a, a New York Giant for all of these years. The other quarterback they drafted um, in the first round, many people know more from television at this point because it was back in 1982 when they took somebody from Moorhead State by the name of Phil Simms. Ah, yeah, so it's Phil Simms, Philip Rivers, and Daniel Jones, that is definitely small company, and, and those are the three, and fairly good company for that matter, because all, all you know, Phil Simms is obviously an all timer, and Philip Rivers is pretty good himself. Uh, MetLife Stadium, the Meadowlands, North Jersey, the Eagles have had a lot of historic and exciting miracle type moments in that part of northern New Jersey. What is it about the Eagles playing? at MetLife Stadium and at the Meadowlands? Well, in the first first place, I learned by watching the movie The Irishman that Jimmy Hoffa probably isn't buried under there. <laughs> that used to be the old urban legend that people believed for years and years and years, but we found out differently if we are to believe the movie The, the Irishman. Right. But uh, the Meadowlands has always been uh, a place where crazy things happen. I mean, you can go back to the original miracle of the Meadowlands, November 19th, 1978, and that was when Herman Edwards picked up the Joe Pizarczyk fumble and turned the world upside down. People who were even around at that time still remember it like it was yesterday. Then we have seen so many others. We've watched a blocked field goal recovered and taken in for a touchdown. I think Clyde Simmons was at the end of that. You go back to the Brian Westbrook amazing punt return to beat the Giants. And, of course, my favorite of all was December 19th, 2010, and that was the Eagles coming from 
a big deficit, taking charge of the game in the second half. And ultimately, it was the Deshaun Jackson putt return as the time expired that won the game. That was the most remarkable game I've ever seen. And it's one of the greatest plays in Eagles history, without question. I remember your call of that. Do you expect a large contingent of Eagles fans there on Sunday, Merrill? You know, when we spoke earlier in the week, I said, well, this isn't going to be Miami. This isn't going to be Washington, where Eagles fans gobble up the empty seats. Uh, This is going to be different because that place is sold out of season tickets. In fact, they have a 15-year waiting list for Giants fans to buy the tickets to that stadium. But from what I understand, many, many Giants fans have given up their tickets. They don't care about seeing a 4-11 team in the last game of the season. It's during the holiday season. And there were a lot of seasons, a lot of tickets available, and Eagles fans are buying them up. So I don't think it's going to be quite like Miami or Washington, but the Eagles fans' presence is certainly going to be heard and felt. Eagles fans travel very well, and I got one more for you, Merrill. Uh, Not since 2004, the 04-05 season, not since 2003 and 2004 has an NFC East team won back-to-back division titles. And at that point for the Eagles, I think it was four in a row, I believe. Uh, not since 2004 has a team repeated as division champion. Uh, the Cowboys have a chance to do that if they, they win and the Eagles lose. Why has there been so much parity in the NFC East for the last 15 years? In the first place, there's been a lot of parity in the NFL throughout. Uh, the only team that you can think about that has really dominated is the New England Patriots. But uh, as far as the NFC, it goes up and it goes down. And there are injuries. There are all kinds of factors. Uh, we just haven't had that kind of a dominant team in the NFC East. But if the Eagles can win this thing, they will have won it two of the last three years. And I'll settle for that. And that is something that the Eagles will settle for as well. Well, Merrill, thank you for the time as always. Doug talks today. Carson talks today. The Eagles are back at practice. We'll get a more accurate injury report for the statuses of some important players, and we will chat again tomorrow morning. Okay, look forward to it, Dave. Thanks, Merrill. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.